0: Hello and welcome everybody. This week, I had a hard time finding it. I looked everywhere and I finally opened the closet door and I saw it attached to the ceiling like it was in a giant coffin. I tried to knock it down, but thou shall not fall. So I came up with an idea and I began to whisper remote, remote, and it dropped safely into my hands that I had the lost remote. Welcome to the lost remote podcast. In case you couldn't guess it, we are definitely covering the lost boys this week. Um, So, when the Lost Boys, what happens when a recently divorced Lucy takes her two boys, Michael and Sam, to live in Santa Carla with her father? Well, they get introduced into the murder capital of the world and get to meet some strange people. Michael hooks up with some unsavory bikers with bad attitudes while chasing future reproductive therapist Star. And Sam links up with the children of the comic store hippies looking to fight for truth, justice in the American way. We get to meet a shirtless sax-playing singer... We get to see the town's boardwalk, and wouldn't you know it, there's a lot of vampires. Michael becomes seduced by the charismatic vampire Levi David to drink some wine from a really strange-looking bottle and starts to go through life's change. When Michael first gets that tingling feeling, he tries to attack his little brother in the bathtub, only to be thwarted by Sam's dog, Nanook. Sam, realizing changes are going on with Michael, but he still wants to help his big brother— but can Sam save his brother from becoming the newest addition to the Boardwalk Night Stalkers with the help of the Frog Brothers? Will Lucy find new love in her old town? Join us as we break down Joel Schumacher's The Lost Boys. I am Zach, and as always I am joined by Brian and Arthur. Gentlemen, did you enjoy your latest viewing of The Lost Boys?
1: <laughs> well, you know, you know, I, I always miss that saxophone player. It's just I love the <laughs> meme, it lives on forever. Yeah, you know, yeah. I,
2: it's, I only it's remembered eternal. his oily playing. I didn't remember the singing parts. Like it's been a while. It's been a few years. Yeah. And so, like, I'd always see that I still believe, and I'm like, I don't even. Was there a song that said it? I just <laughs> remembered him playing. I just remembered like melodic uh, saxophone playing. <laughs> and so this time I got to finally, I finally paid attention to the song, and I, I do still believe. I do still, I still believe that this movie just kicks all forms of ass. Like, it. So just right off the top, to give my initial just like impression on another watch, and this is one of those ones I don't know how to categorize how, how often I've seen it. I talk about, you know, there's those movies when it comes to liking horror stuff where for the first years of watching horror, it's not that I watched a bunch of them. I watched the same ones a bunch of times. Lost Boys was one of the VHS tapes at the Martin Brothers' house, and we watched this sucker, you know, probably weekly, maybe every other week. But this was in heavy rotation, and as we talk about it, like, I can still see why. This movie rules.
0: Yeah, this is uh, one of the first movies that I uh, remember really getting a feel for and it was after my parents moved to their current house i think it was was six when we moved i think it was eight when i saw the movie the first time um we recorded it off of tbs (laughs) or tnt sorry um and i watched it a lot and it was actually one of the first things i bought when dvds came out when i saw it i I just grabbed it and i i still have that dvd and i still busted out to watch it so i really enjoy this It's one of my favorite um, vampire movies of all time what about you brian
1: I mean, it's it's okay. Uh, I, uh, it's not a huge favorite of mine. Uh, okay. Personally, I feel like the... Uh, it's hard to really explain. I feel like the the movie's more popular based on one or two songs that are in it and the usage of the songs. And you know what songs I'm talking about. There's, sure?
0: there's only two songs in it.
1: <laughs> uh, there's a saxophone player song.
0: Yeah, that okay, I guess. <laughs>
1: and then there's the score itself. Th-
0: there's two real songs in it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I and and maybe
2: it, uh, so let's let's bring that to the next logical question would be do you remember the first time you saw it, Brian? Cuz that might have something Uh-oh. to do with it too. No, actually, I don't. Do you do you think it was before you were a teenager?
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Okay. I I just think this is one of those ones I don't know if anybody's ever going to touch on how well uh, kid characters were in the 80s. I, I just, I think that is the perfect decade for kid actors and kid characters. One of the worst times to be a kid actor and a kid character, along with all the other decades before it. But like, you know, you can't watch this movie these days without lamenting, you know, how Corey Haim was treated And and Feldman as well, and you know, what happened to them mentally afterwards. But yeah. Mm -hmm. But but the the ability to feel like this was your friends, you know. I had friends that we we did little monster plays, we traded comics, like we could see ourselves in there. And you've got like Corey Feldman putting on his best, you know, tough guy thing. Well, meanwhile, you could tell they're out of their element and stuff. It's just
0: it's so accessible. So, I mean, when you bring that up, and uh, so Corey Feldman was signed on to this when Richard Donner was still signed on to direct. And I think that was uh, never going to change. And I remember hearing an interview with Joel Schumacher about it, is and Corey Feldman, where they talk about Schumacher just wanting him to watch like all the Rambo movies. And, you know, he wanted him to butch up that character and make him seem like he was, you know, it's a lot. It's perfect. Yeah, I, and he I, does I phenomenal love the big
2: t- tough guy of it. I, I, Feldman, the Frog Brothers characters are great. I, Mm -hmm. I always think the, the funny, like, show off your geekdom scenes crack me up. And I can't think of other movies off the top Mm -hmm. of my head that do this. But when he's doing like the,
0: first off, you've got Superman 4 by such and such. What are you thinking? He hasn't even discovered
1: Red Kryptonite yet. You can't (laughs) put (laughs) the
0: 70s with the 300s. They haven't discovered. Discovered kryptonite, and you can't put the '90s with the '400s, <laughs> yeah. which is not
2: how you organize comics. It does no. not matter which they discovered first. Just check the numbers on the cover. But yeah. I love <laughs> scenes like that. Uh, this movie has all the stuff I want from an '80s film. You know, those those fleshed out, really relatable youth characters. That it's not. Was there a fart joke? No. If you did a modern movie like this, would they have had fart jokes? Probably. Yes. You
0: know, it it, did they I I don't know because they made the second and the third one and I don't remember any fart jokes in them. I just remember, you know, bad movies.
2: (laughs) Okay, but you're talking about sequels made in the two
0: thousands without younger people. Like I'm talking about I'm saying saying.
2: movies with youth characters as the driver. Yeah. You know, it just once I think and I don't have any scientific evidence (laughs) around this. I think nineties Disney direct-to-video, direct-to-Disney-Channel churn destroyed kids in cinema as yeah. far as smarter, better-written kids in cinema. And maybe Spielberg doing other stuff and, you know, kid, directors like that moving on did it too. But I just, where, you know, where do those characters exist? And maybe I wasn't the target audience and maybe someone's going to say, oh, you didn't see Fred too or whatever. Uh, I, I don't know, but it just, I don't think we have these come up as much. Like what was it? Uh, vampires in the Bronx or vampires versus the Bronx or what came out in Netflix yeah, last the, fall? The
0: one that just came out on Netflix. Uh, the, I think it's vampires versus the Bronx.
2: Yeah. That was nice. And you know, had, you know, the youth driving it, uh, babysitter was really good, but these groups of kids that, and, and maybe it's because you don't have as many latchkey kids and, you know, what do they call them, feral children, where they get to leave the house and just be left to their own means as, you know, as much. Maybe you lose the ability to make movies now that everything's getting helicopter parented. I don't know. Yeah. But this is, it's just such a refreshing
0: movie. Yeah, I, I really love it. Uh, Brian, I thought you would, uh, whenever I see uh, Corey Haim or Sam walk into the comic book store the first time, I was like, oh, Brian probably hates that coat. His yeah. little his little flavored trench coat or duster or whatever you want yes. to call it, long <laughs> coat. Yeah, I did notice it. I did notice it. I was like, oh, what,
2: what was wrong with his coat? He,
0: well, there's you know, a lot I mean, of.
1: It, no, just got to say no. Let's just say I preferred the style of the biker gang than I did the, Mr. Mr. Sure. Mr. Corey.
2: I, I get yeah. that. Uh, real quick, because I feel like there's always an elephant in the room talking about lost boys 60 seconds so let's just blow it out schumacher screwed up batman films and later yeah. we got some better ones right everybody yeah. schumacher well, sucks schumacher sucked there schumacher sucked there uh, yeah like we don't have I, to keep
0: yeah i i give schumacher more of a pass for the batman films and i know that brian's mm-hmm. not going to agree with me on that but look seconds. i i see the uh <laughs> the try there I don't appreciate the execution, but the other body of work is pretty solid to me. So, um, you know, I, I give him a pass on the Batman films.
1: I don't because he <laughs> he tried to go more with the like 60s television show, which you know, I guess is okay. You didn't a, even do that part right. No, yeah, he didn't even do that no. right. But he, you could tell he tried to throw that in there a lot. And, and... why are there nipples?
2: Yep, and time. Okay, so back why do to we have,
0: why do we have multiple scenes of Batman's butt?
2: No, we had time. Time. Yeah, you had time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I called it. So, so but I mean, I, I think I go...
2: Schumacher has a great film here. It's... Yes,
0: and I I think that he's the perfect person to have directed this movie because it would not have been what it is without him. Like the the whole thing with uh, Richard Donner being on it, it was basically going to be the Goonies with vampires. Yeah, and you know they Corey. I think Corey Feldman was going to be one of the older ones, you know, and everybody was going to be younger in that situation rather than being one of the younger ones. So I think they made the right decision in going with where they went and tried to actually make it a horror movie instead of a, you know, a PG vampire movie.
2: No, it's a good, so like, it does like a really nice job of like Corey Haim, you know, when you have like, I mean, I don't have an older brother. I know you do, uh, Zach, Uh, Brian and I both older sisters, <laughs> but yeah. with that older brother thing, I think there's always the trying to live up to them, but also like they need to push you away at times. And adding in a vampire element to that too. Not only is your brother like, "I'm gonna do some cool shit," uh, and I'm also turning into an immortal daywalker or <laughs> nightwalker. <laughs> please save me or whatever. Uh, yeah. I I think yeah. there's Oops. there's a lot of like cool stuff I think that gets captured in this. Uh, the vibe throughout is just. They channel the title well. Like the, it, it was funny. I didn't even think about the movie being Lost Boys this time. I was just kind of watching it fresh last night, and I looked at their 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 hotel in the mountains. And I'm like, oh man, this is just like Neverland or something.
1: Yes, yep. exactly. And, I, and yep.
2: I had this, like, like <laughs> no kidding, because they're right. But it was just it, it 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 hit me like this is really good set design to like play off like these are. And I was like, oh right, because it's freaking Lost Boys. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah, and also uh, the uh, Freddy Monster was <laughs> you know, the yeah. witch. Ansel <laughs> <laughs> and Gretel. Come on now.
0: <laughs> okay. The, the... <laughs> you have to make fun of me with callbacks.
2: I, well, <laughs> and I'll, I'll be guilty on that one too because I was, I'd seen New Nightmare enough times. I think I was given it 80% because I was ran out of time, but like this one I had time last night. I'm mm-hmm trying to get back into more focused movie viewing uh as as i go along uh so it's yeah. been a minute but
0: it was it was it was a it was a good watch so so when the, whenever i watch this and the i just know when i'm in for a good time is how it, it, whether i'm really into it or not and you know that sometimes you there's movies you love that you turn on and you might not be into it for that that watching or whatever, every time I can judge it off the opening scene. If I'm going to be, if I just should finish watching it or just pause it and come back when they go get that, that cop or the security guard. Security guard yeah. Yeah. I love that scene. And also I, that security guard was one strong mama jamma as he held onto that door with dear life. As it came off the car, <laughs> oh, You know, Oh, <laughs> I expected what have been a cool shot right there is actually to cut away and you see his arms come off or something like that. That's kind of ah, what, ah. Like if that was made now, that's what would happen. You wouldn't see the door come off with them. But I, I, you know, when that scene hits, I know if I'm going to be really into it or not. What
1: were you going to say, Brian? I wasn't saying nothing. Oh, I thought you were commenting on that part. No, Uh, no, no. I was just long for the ride on that. Yeah, (laughs) I.
2: This time I was probably paid more attention to the actual just open than I have in a long time because I don't know. It's probably been. At least five years, probably more, since I've yeah. given this a watch, and especially any kind of focused watch. There's yeah. just so much going on, even during oh, the yeah. credits. The People Are Strange, like Brian said, two songs
1: mm-hmm. that
2: really set the
0: tone. Yeah, um, I, I feel like they were trying uh, to go three for... Three songs.
2: La Cucaracha. Yeah. La Cucaracha is one of the songs
0: that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hear it. But I think when I see that opening sequence, I'm like, man, if they made this now, it'd either be filmed in Austin or Portland. Well, let's talk about
2: how much, as a kid, did you want to live in one of those places where it's always the hydro free fair, basically? You know, like how cool did the boardwalk look?
0: Yeah. But as a kid, when you see all the people walking and like, you know, you're like, I I don't want to go there.
1: (laughs) As a teenager, though, as a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you want to be.
2: Uh, I can't imagine that lifestyle, having like a 365 carnival all the time at the beach, just available. I mean,
1: walk out there, and
0: and you get amazing bands playing. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) shirtless saxophone. I still believe.
2: Yeah. So again, that's those stuff like this movie has a lot of side things that bring me in. Like I want to be reading yeah. the comic books. I want to be friends with the frog brothers. I want to be hanging out at the boardwalk. You know, there's, there's just, it, <laughs> it, it does that good job of pulling you in and immersing you in it.
0: I felt yes. like. So that's, that's and, part of why I love it. And oh. uh, yep. And I love how, uh, you know he uh, Michael becomes like I said infatuated with Star, and she shares the infatuation.
1: Well, that's easy which, to understand.
0: Yeah, and I I love how David is using that to his advantage to lure him in because, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. The first time I saw it, I hadn't I wrote off Max. You know, <laughs> so I didn't think he was the villain. They do a good job of
2: it. subverting the yeah. you know because they they he needs to be invited in. Oh, okay. And again, Lost Remote Podcast, there's spoilers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, a lot of spoilers. Uh, So, you know, the dinner scene where they're trying to get him with all the little anti-vampire tricks is great. Yeah. Uh, Because it does a good job of going like, okay, I guess he's all right. Stuff's just weird. Um, You know, and and bringing him
0: around, but... Well, I was going to say, say, and then, like, also how you see the... Like, you always see them going by his house, and it's kind of like they're attempting to... Because... If you go back to anybody who kind of is disses him or like steps up to him, they kill. Yeah. Right? The security guard, the uh Archie gang or whatever in the back of the car, the you know, and he kicks them out of his video store. So you naturally say they're going for him, but and you're like, Oh, he's defended because they're not invited into his home. It gives him self defense. He can make it to his house before they get to him or whatever. And then you have the the dinner scene. So let's talk or Right.
1: No, that was it. Let's talk Kiefer,
2: man. Amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. Kiefer older than his age in this movie. You know, he with vampires, sometimes they're just too pretty to have been alive a long time. Like Kiefer shows the look of someone who is both eternally young and both old. I feel like you know he's yeah. got such a good edge to him in this, uh, and he. He was just the coolest mother, like, back then, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Kiefer, yeah, he did a lot of good stuff place. around this time. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah, and so I I bring it up. is uh, So, obviously, uh, the boys, we know Kiefer's the oldest. We know he's, like, the Peter Pan, right? Um, who do you think, it, like, and I think when I watch this, and I think Marco's the youngest, the, the youngest turned or whatever, that's a full vampire with him. And do you think, I mean, is that the way you guys feel about it? Because he always has Marco going to do stuff. So he's like, he's still earning his right. And that's the place that Michael's going to take whenever it, whenever he becomes full fledged. The
2: names don't stick with me, but you got to refer to him as Bill S. Preston vampire.
0: And uh, Michael is not going to be
1: taking that position.
0: Okay. I just kind of Michael
1: was going to be one of the favorites. Well, yeah, yeah, I
0: get that, but I, I'm actually talking about before you get to the big reveal at the end, I, I think guess. Michael's going to be the one taking that position. Mm-hmm. When I initially watch it, that he will be the, you know, that's the new youngest one. So he'll be, he'll be the one that they, they can overpower and bully. Yeah. But I
1: don't apparently so.
0: the strength in this does not come so much with age, unless you're like the leader, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we see that at the fight at the end where Michael's able to actually do some stuff to David and or like push him around a little bit. And I know some of that's probably going to be he, well, that's Led a sign that David
1: is uh, actually not that old. Yeah. But relatively young uh, in vampire years anyway. You
0: think
2: he's
1: just a 70s guy? He's probably around that time. He probably wasn't he probably wasn't a vampire for more than ten years. He was being They're very probably... reckless. That yeah. that tends yeah. to be a sign of a fledgling vampire's recklessness.
0: What uh well, and he's and I think that too, Brian. I think he's got a little bit of age on him because he's overconfident when he goes into the fight with Michael.
1: That's that's a sign of the youth.
0: Yeah, no, not. A game. But yeah, no, 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 I'm saying that. What do, he, what he, do we consider a fledgling uh,
2: when I'm you're ranking that, like vampire ages, Brian? I wanna I want to hear like how they. Uh, I want to hear like the categorization because it's going to go into like role-playing <laughs> game stuff.
1: Yes, so, yes. Like, as I've said before, World of Darkness has a vampire section, and yeah, fledgling vampire is pretty much anyone under the age of 30 from okay, the age yeah. of being a vampire if you've not your living age your vampire age because yeah. there's i a could lot see this whole crew
2: being fledgling
1: van- yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah 100 percent, because they they're living the, their lifestyle their behavior they are they they risk a lot
2: what's the next so, level uh
1: well then it usually uh the next level would be them being more uh close to their sire, a.k.a. Max. Uh, he he would be more inclined to be more of a mentor. He wasn't being much of a mentor at the time. He was just being, I don't know, we, we don't see any interaction oh, between them, so yeah, we don't know. But there had been more mentorship. He probably gave them the rundown of what you should and shouldn't do. Obviously, David is the uh, oldest and he has more control of his powers because he does use mental ability to cause hallucination on Michael while they're eating Chinese. Yeah. Maggots, Michael. Maggots.
2: Maggots. That oh. has stuck with me for ages. That's one of those lines, you know, some lines from movies, some scenes stick with you forever. Mm-hmm. You know, the maggots, Michael, if I hear someone's name is Michael, I'll just say, you're eating yeah. maggots, Michael. maggots,
1: Michael. Yeah. yeah the, the next stage would have been probably for David would have been now he's going to be taken more under the wing and probably introduced to other vampires. He probably doesn't know any other vampires other than the gang and their, yeah. their sire. Then he'd be introduced in the greater vampire society once he learned to you know, hold himself back a little bit instead of not you know, get drunk off the power of being able to just overpower any human being. They're pretty reckless in Santa Clara. Mm-hmm.
0: Just, uh,
2: they, they're not worried about the body count.
0: No, I mean you see that because it's the murder capital of the world.
1: And Max yeah. is probably two hundred years old.
2: With that yeah. <laughs> after the Civil War?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I could see Max. Him. Max ran from Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Yeah.
1: He he, he could be older <laughs> than that, but he probably wasn't that old because of the the let's just say the selection of people he sired he was a little bit more understanding of the modern people. So he wouldn't
2: have. Yeah. Tiny sidebar. Did any of you ever read
0: Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter? No. It is amazing. The book's great. The book is a hundred times better than the movie, which is always a thing, but like, it's... well, no, no, no. I mean, if right. they would have made the movie somewhat more based off the book, the movie probably <laughs> would have been successful. instead it's of. It's the... such
2: a good historical <laughs> record and it does a, <laughs> such a good job in it. But that was one of the things, is the vampires sided with the South because the slave trade provided them with an easy food supply. And that was part of—and Abe had already had loved ones lost to the vampires, and so he was—another reason to disrupt it was to get revenge and stuff. It was— really good, that, and there's none of the nuance in the movie, which...
0: Yeah, that was of one course, of the main was... reasons why, yeah, the uh, uh, the Civil War was going on, was to rid the world, or rid America of the vampires <laughs> in the South, so, yeah.
2: So, anyway, you just calling out <laughs> him being 200 years old, and I could see Max being a plantation owner turned vampire <laughs> or something. Oh, yeah. He, he very- has that look of a, a southern gentleman or something, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> I could see him rolling... Shared universe, but I—I I digress. Uh, yeah. So we we should have. Go ahead. I, I kind of want to do this going forward, along with our movie rankings. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Not every movie will qualify for this, but I'd like you to keep put track. Movies in universes. No. Well, oh. Oh, damn it! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> best montages. Ah. Yeah, because this has two fantastic montages, you know, when you got to get stuff done, when you got to prep vampire weapons, uh, you know, it just rock until <sighs> you drop, man. Yeah, OK, that's what I was going to say. Like, to me, the king's probably always going to be uh, Monster Squad, but <laughs> but this one had two really good ones. Yeah. Um,
1: Ghostbusters will have has one.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Shoot. Yeah. But there's a lot. Yeah. Like a, 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 Not even having to like Pit them against each other But just like keep a, like a badge Like there's little medals of honor That movies can get And like this one has great montages
1: Yeah um, this one does yeah. I will admit this one has Montages that, mm-hmm. that, good, that they do exactly What they need to do
2: mm-hmm. We yeah, want to keep yeah, this so- movie on time We don't need to bloat it to 2 hours and 10 minutes But we also need to show that we prepared
0: Some steaks and some holy water or some garlic water we got we got three canteens of holy water and filled up uh (laughs) so you know it was a mix it was a mix in the bathtub that's the whole reason why it didn't instantly kill uh paul when he went in it's because it had it took a while to get into him he had to like kind of ingest it did because there wasn't enough to just... Be
2: prepared. Any time a bloodsucker takes it, it's always going to be different. You won't expect it. But they're always going to try to take you with them. I some love...
0: implode, <laughs> some
1: explode. <laughs>
2: Feldman rules in this movie. 80s Feldman cannot be touched. Yeah,
1: it's love great stuff. So I just couldn't stop hearing Donatello. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bossa Nova. Uh, Chevy Nova? So... Uh... <laughs> We'll one get one into that someday. Yeah. Wouldn't you have expected Feldman to be Michelangelo if you were initially casting? It wound up being perfect. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wound up being perfect. But if I was looking at the voice cast and I said, okay, Corey Feldman, I would have thought of him as the cheesier guy. But he always puts on that little bit of, you know, sort of didn't. Once I hear it, I'm like, yeah, maybe <clears> not. But just like his lifestyle, I would have thought of him more as a Mikey. What if yeah. they got Corey Haim for one of the voices? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, the voice casting's perfect. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good call out on... Uh, I'm really excited, so... Uh, I might be splurging on something. I'm visiting my buddy down in San Antonio in a few weeks. And there's this guy who has turned an old lady's van into a turtle van. Oh, man. And like, he does on. it for, like, appearances at birthday parties and stuff. He has a Raphael costume from the newer movies, whatever. And uh, there's, like, packages where he'll bring pizza. So I think I'm just going to do, like, a two-person party. Like, have him come to my buddy's house and uh, get some photo photo ops with the turtle van. Uh, That's an adult thing to do, I think.
0: Yeah, sounds sounds very adult. (sighs) (laughs) Wow. So We'll get back to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Jim Barney so, once said, "Yeah, huh. uh, one uh, the one thing I noticed the more I watch this is how much the grandpa knows and just oh, doesn't yeah. tell them."
2: I never like, knew about grandpa growing weed. Yeah. <laughs> In the window. Yeah. I always watched <laughs> this as a kid. You know, like I think a couple of years ago when I put it on, I was doing chores or something. It was like, all right, Halloween's coming up. It's been a long time. I haven't paid attention, and he's just got a whole bunch of pot growing out the back window.
0: Awesome, in the kitchen, Go, Grandpa.
2: <laughs> but keep and, going. And, Zach, by sorry. the way,
0: and there's a 100% chance that Grandpa has a TV in his little room. That's why he doesn't want the yep. little asses in there. <laughs> <laughs> but he does a great line. Oh my God, if I read the TV guy, don't need a TV. <laughs> but yeah, there's a 100% like chance there's a TV in there.
2: Oh, Grandpa, you know visiting the widow may be him going and killing other vampires you know he might be doing a whole van helsing thing he, there's well, by the a way chance
1: he knew he, there's a chance he knew about max
2: i think he, he was very weary
1: yes. w- wary of max
0: i i absolutely think
1: i, and I, I think I, grandpa knew
0: what was up big time and i think that's also the reason he doesn't like company i think that's the reason all of his posts are big ass stakes around yep. his house yep. is so he has stuff to use yeah he, a, he knows about the vampire threat. That, and obviously, that's that the not last my line. Sweet
1: treat That's not my sweet treat, but I will tell you that is a treat. If you are paying attention, Grandpa does know what's going
0: down. Yes. Yeah, because he like when he's out there putting the post in when they steal the car, it's it's a big stake that he's setting as his post. He he knows what's up. And yes. just the way he looks as looks at Max as he goes mm-hmm. back into his room, he knows that Max is a vampire. He might not know the level, but he knows. And he probably does, because he's also lived in this town forever, which, by the way, how does Lucy not know any of this <laughs> And she's from this place? <laughs> uh, you
2: know, the parents do a good job of hiding
0: stuff from their
1: kids, like keeping things. Yeah, I guess, yeah but... and she might miss it. You know, she might just not know. I mean, yeah, like, it, the, the, the vampire's
0: going easy... to come in after she left, by the way. You know, that's, yeah. that's possible. And, no, and, and uh, yeah,
2: as things degraded, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Like maybe there was one. Maybe Max was there, but she didn't really see him ever. And then he started siring, like Brian said, after they left, after she left. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Diane
2: Weist is wonderful in this. You know, she's such a great, she's such a great mom. Her and Edward Scissorhands too. Like I just, mm-hmm. I adore her. I, I although I can't hear her name anymore. Have you ever seen the cold open from Brooklyn Nine Nine that references her? No. You ever watch any Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. I've seen some. Okay. The character Boyle, he goes oh man i spent a whole week weekend watching you know hannah and her sister's bird cage and stuff like that and now i've got a big diane Weast infection and like it holds <laughs> it holds on his face like he's waiting for peralta to laugh and then it shows back to peralta back to him and it's this real uncomfortable like 15 seconds and then it goes back to him and he goes Like yeast, and then it hits the credits. (laughs) It's so funny. Uh, dear, and I can't, you know, her poor name now is always gonna be (laughs) Diane (laughs) Wieston.
0: This movie is pretty perfectly cast, so (laughs) yeah. Uh,
2: any other closing thoughts, plot points, cool death like the deaths? Holy crap! The like when they kill the first vampire, that's messy. Yeah,
0: Marco. It is.
2: Yeah. Dude, I don't. (laughs) None of their names matter to me. You know, Uh, uh, (laughs) when Alex Winter's character. (laughs) Yeah. Bill S. Preston Vampire. Yeah. (laughs) uh, He spurts everywhere. (laughs) You know, the the physical, the practical effects are, again, you want to make a movie timeless, you make practical effects. And this is a good
0: show of it. Every kill is unique. this may go to show too how young uh, David is, because it takes him a while to react to them. Like they are in the in the hole, you know, and they where they're sleeping, and tells them they're dead meat. But they manage to climb out and all be up before he hits the ground, and you know start getting out of dodge. Which I think if he would have, if it had been maxing, he would have just ju- he wouldn't have flown to the ground or dropped to the sure. ground. He'd have just dropped to where they're trying to leave. Sure. But so, and here's my other question: Do you think after they kill Bill S. Preston Vampire, <laughs> or Perfect. you know Marco in this movie, uh, and do you think there's any chance that David's going to let them keep turning? Like, do you think he's going to turn? Any uh, Sam? I think he's going to kill him. I think he's Michael, since he's already turning. Nope. Michael's going to go, but I think Sam's going to die. No, Sam, think he would package s- deal. Yeah, it's you got to David it not dad does not, well, have, I, I david get that, does not have a choice i think that yeah okay i see what you're saying
1: like you, you could you could um, you could think that throughout the movie but by the end of the movie you know exactly what's going on sam and michael are going to be just fine they're probably going to be even higher station than david like blood sucking brady bunch and that's all going to be because of the mom
0: yep okay so i get what you're saying I just thought that, that within that, when that happened, I think David would have taken the trade off and then probably made up some bullshit like why they couldn't have turned Sam no. and just killed him.
1: He'd have been dead. But
0: I don't know. Nice. Uh,
2: I think I think we're ready to move on. Zach, any parting thoughts, Brian? Any parting thoughts? No
1: Jamie um, Gertz.
2: Good no. Gertz. Jamie Gertz oh, is beautiful. awesome. Uh, sweet treats, Brian. Well, uh, sweet what is treat, a sweet treat, Brian,
1: the S- sweet treat is, uh, you know, paying attention to small things in the movie that give you a little bit more background or whatever, you know, just give you a little bit more information if you're paying attention. And this little bit of information, I didn't know until I watched my more analytical viewing of the movie. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay. I could see. There are a few things. And they're about Michael. Uh, it's obvious that he was a teen and, you know, he's probably a troublemaker. And what kind of troublemaker he was, Michael was in the street racing. And the reason you can tell this was, it's not just because they have motorbikes in the movie is a major thing, you know. But uh, at the beginning, during the first montage of them going around town, Michael asks somebody, where the drag races?
2: Mm.
1: Yes. And that's first sign. Second sign is when he's speaking with David and he's on, he's at his bike and he was about to go off with star and he takes one look at David's bike. It says, I can't beat your bike. He instantly knows that David's got a better bike than him. I like that. Uh, he has practiced at this. So he's been doing this for a while. Who knows he might have even been part of the cause of the turmoil at home because he's probably been a very delinquent kid. That's Especially cool. in comparison to his brother. So yeah, Michael was a street racer. Not just a motorcycle
0: enthusiast. I thought your sweet treat was going to be the Rob Lowe poster on Sam's door closet door. Well,
1: that is. A sweet well, what 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 does that tell us? <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, real quick, as you've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Have have any of the characters gotten cooler than they were before to you? Because grandpa's definitely aged well for me. <laughs> yeah, grandpa <You> know? I <laughs> did grandpa. Yeah. All right. Let's
0: I mean, go I, down. Liked yeah. I liked him
2: back then. I liked him back then, but I wanted to be a frog town, brother and stuff like that. that. So
0: you, you asked if I had something. There is the my favorite quote of this whole movie is when grandpa's going on the date, you know, the the widow grandpa's going on the date with Widow Johnson. And uh, he's going to give her some of his handiwork. And Michael asks, "What'd you stuff, Mister Johnson?" That's my favorite line.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I any like almost everything Feldman says in the movie is probably my favorite line. You know, it just
0: it's so perfectly over the top. Oh yeah, Um, that when they kill uh when they kill the the blonde that looks like he's in Twisted Sister. And he's like, well, no kill. Or maybe Alan says it. I I thought it was Edgar, but maybe Alan says it. It's like, we killed him. And then the other one's like, well, no, no kill. Mm-hmm. The next one that actually kills him. And then what should we charge? Nothing. You didn't do shit. You killed Mark. You killed Bill as Preston vampire. Yeah, It's catching on.
2: Um, Let's rank it up, Ben. Who wants to go first?
0: You know, I'm curious where Brian ranks this. I'll, I'll let him go first.
2: i I'm going to make a theory in my head real quick. Uh, okay. Got it. Okay. Brian. Give
0: me, give me my
1: uh, list. Not the top three. It's not my top three.
2: Well, just to give reference, <clears> the, <throat> yeah. the top three are Poltergeist. Wait. God, I did the thing where everything's tabbed over. Sorry. Uh, New Nightmare, Batman Returns, and Poltergeist.
1: Uh,
2: I guess I could have done it from back to
1: back. Yeah.
2: and so your middle yeah do you want to throw out a name at me and I can find uh, somewhere?
1: tell me where house is
2: in my head when I did the where would it be that's what I keyed in on yeah uh, <laughs> right night basket case house hellraiser valentine
1: oof. well I think I would actually put this uh ah <sighs> It's right above House.
2: Okay. I called it in my head. I called it exactly. That's awesome.
0: I think Brian's punishing this movie because of his hatred of Schumacher. No. (laughs) I know. I like
1: like House. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just trying to... Remember, my my preference list is about what I'd rather watch. And to be fair...
0: At a
2: you know yeah at this yeah, it's, point it's
0: it's a middle of the road movie I, that's right I honestly figured Brian would put it right probably somewhere in the middle of his range. yeah 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 so Zach you know, your I, I was just three... giving him crap because I know he hates Schumacher
2: <laughs> <laughs> your top three are Scrooged New Nightmare and Evil Dead
0: all right I actually this is going to be my new number one. <laughs> oh. I love this movie so much. I watch it more than Scrooged. It's... Yeah, this is my new number one.
1: Oh, it's so shocking to me it's your favorite vampire movie.
0: It's not my favorite vampire movie. Well, Ooh, it is. It is. You said movie. it was. It's, it, I, I, I went back. It's, it's in my top five of vampire movies. Bram Stoker's, man.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. So, my top three... It's currently Batman Returns, New Nightmare, and Scrooged. And it's definitely going Batman Returns, Lost Boys, New Nightmare now. Uh, it, here's the thing. It actually caught me off guard because it had gotten out of rotation so much for me over the last few years. Trying to watch mm-hmm. newer things. Uh, probably overwatching it over mm-hmm. a period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is certainly a rush of nostalgia Back to those days of, you know, sitting around my friend's living room, I can hear the little bowl of uh, dry Cheerios that Ross would always have when he would watch horror movies. Uh, <laughs> I can picture the Entertainment Center with the VHS tapes coming out. Uh, Lost Boys was just a pinnacle viewing on those lazy days where we had played some football, then watch, or, you know, played baseball in the backyard or something. Whenever we'd go inside to watch a movie, Monster Squad, Lost Boys, you know, stuff like that was heavy rotation. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, uh, it's there for me. Now, the question, mm-hmm. do we have,
0: I think it should still be uh, New Nightmare, still our number one because it's ranked in all three of our top threes. That's
2: true. It has a first. It has, well, it has a first and two thirds. And we said 5 3 1. So that's seven points. Lost Boys is number one. Lost Boys is
0: number one.
2: (laughs) And we have a.
0: Three, so lost boys is number Yeah, that's Joel Schumacher made the list. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> I just hope recency bias has not affected some of us.
2: Uh,
0: recency not for me. Bias like did not affect me.
2: So, <laughs> new nightmare. I absolutely love. Yeah. it's yeah. a fantastic movie. But for the Arthur experience, what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. lost boys is a bigger one for me and just and it and it really i thought aged better than i remembered and a lot of things in fact while we were sitting here talking i browsed out to amazon and i have never watched the
0: sequels but for 12 dollars, there's a blu-ray with all three Mm -hmm. and i picked that up so uh, if you would have looked two weeks ago you could have watched the second third one on hbo max
2: Right, but I'm a physical collector on the... On I know, yeah. The, although yeah. I'm trying to break away from that a bit more. so You're not going to want to physically collect the second third one after you see them. <laughs> here's Well, here's the thing on that. Those little trilogy sets like that wind up being a better resale value down there. Yeah, earth. that's a good point. I, I don't it's a complete have, set. Yes. So, yeah, Brian, it's a good question on the recency bias, honestly. Um... If if I were if I were to say which one is the better movie like the better composed mm-hmm. movie and stuff like that, or what? Honestly, Lost Boys felt more culturally significant.
0: It's it's interesting. Um, I I'm just gonna say Lost Boys will always have it's one of, it's my I think my first vampire movie. Uh, I, I I've always loved it. My favorite viewing of a movie ever has been with the lost boys and I'll, I'll share it real quick. Uh, so whenever I was in college and I had two nephews that were four and five going to Birchham and they used to Jeez. come and uncle Zach would babysit them and let them pick out a movie. And I'll tell you if you can watch it. And they picked out the lost boys. It was like, no, we shouldn't watch this. Pick out something else. I went to the bathroom and came back. The lost boys was playing in the DVD <laughs> player <laughs> and and then I thought, you know what? They don't live with me. They're going their moms <laughs> going to have to deal with this problem tonight. And they watched it and loved it and so yeah, that's that's just my favorite viewing of it and that's yeah, I just, one of my favorite movie yeah, movies moments. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't consider it much of a scary movie at all. Yeah, it's really not. It's, it's more of an it's action movie. Got that little heartstring. It's, like the only
2: intense I'm, it gets it gets gra- like not it gets uh because gory, of the practical
0: it gory. effects. It's gory, right? There's only uh, but, a few real gore scenes in it, though. You only see the uh, the the Nazi surfers when they get eaten and stuff, and then the. Uh,
2: if you're four or five, though, watching a man all of a sudden produce fangs and. It's pretty know, trippy, stuff, yeah. It's gonna stick with you. Uh, <laughs> well, you got
1: you got you got Bill's death. You got uh, David's, which is you know he doesn't explode or nothing, but it's still you know an antler through the chest. And then you got uh, bathtub kill. Which is Paul. Yeah, thank you. you got a and then you got bow and, and arrow. Which that one's on not so bad. Tracks. That one's not bad. He just screams scary, that's all.
2: Playing on the it train is. tracks, you need to remind them is bad.
1: Well, I think yeah. I think David pretty much expresses a lot of that. <laughs> not David, but uh, Michael Michael Michael. He's like, oh, I don't know. I think it's Michael. Let go, Michael.
0: By the way, this movie has repeats one word more than any movie ever has done a single word. And it is Michael, Michael, Michael. Michael. I think it's like averages out to one every 45 seconds or 30 seconds of runtime, (laughs) something like that. (laughs) Hmm. So it does a lot. Nice. Uh,
2: Pairings. I know what I would put with this. Kick us off,
0: Arthur. Start the pairings.
2: I would do Lost Boys, and then I would do Near Dark. Which I've wanted to do on this show for a while, but I'm going to give us a little space on the vampire stuff. You ever seen Near Dark? Lance Henriksen. And uh, it's directed by... What's her face? Um, Oh, that... What's her face? Well... uh, I know her. I'm blanking on the name. It's, uh, I think she directed the Wonder Wonder Woman. Um, the Wonder Woman? Patty. Catherine Jenkins? Bigelow. So it's 1987 and Bill Paxton as well. And for years, it had been one of those ones that I would hear about. And I'm like, wait, Bill Paxton's in a vampire movie? Like, what is this? And it's not on streaming. I finally bit the bullet. Like, Blu-ray is just... You know, find your credit card. DVD was thirty bucks, and finally, I I bit the bullet on it and t- checked
0: it out. And it's it's pretty solid. Um, it may be something I have to see to know if I've seen it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, I,
1: Zach, I understand completely because that's what movie channels did.
0: Like, yeah, I, said, I mean,
1: kids is like, you, if you miss the beginning, you have no idea what you're watching unless right. you have a TV guy. Which, we, yeah, well, we didn't have TV Why guides, would you watch so... the TV
2: if you had the TV? I know, on. right?
1: I mean, really, it's just a spoiler. Big Zach,
2: spoiler what's your... That. Yeah, so I do Lost Boys, and then I'd cap it off with Near Dark. Near Dark's a little... Go closer to midnight. It's a little darker, a little more violent. But it's the same kind of seduced into the vampire family story, just without the as much of the teen element blended in.
0: So, uh, whenever I'm going to pair this. There's two options I I, I thought uh, were really two options for me. If I want to go just a sheer vampire night, I'm actually going to pick another one of my favorite fun vampire movies, and that's uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. The one with James Woods. Um, <laughs> no, not the one with John Bon Jovi, but James Woods. But what I will actually recommend pairing this with is it was meant to be like it, so watch it with the Goonies. Uh, which and What's the order? Start the order with the Goonies, so you have Corey Feldman younger, and then you get Corey Feldman serious, and and follow up with *The Lost Boys*. Oh, that's a good night. What about you, Brian?
1: Oh, I've decided to pair this up with *The Craft*. Ooh, yay! Very nice. thematically equal movies, uh, I would say.
2: I noticed that on HBO the other day when I was trying to figure out what we're doing next. What uh, what's your order?
1: Oh, I uh, chronological as uh, of release, which would be. Lost Boys first, then The Craft. Right. Or The Lost Girls.
2: I, all of those are really good evenings. Uh, this, this movie plays well, I think, for like group showings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to, real quick, since we did our Godzilla episode, just not, <laughs> you know, maybe like a five to ten minute reaction here at the end of what oh, we yeah. thought. We've all seen yeah. it no problem spoiler keep it spoiler free because we didn't bring people in on the episode you know like you can do like like obviously
0: they fight but they'll be like well, at the end blah 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 yeah. yeah so um we actually had a uh i can try to be vague uh, yeah some fan mail Ooh, on the what? facebook page uh cas dysart is asking what we think of... did we just dox him i mean Go- Cast from oklahoma Cass Dysart from Weatherford, Oklahoma, now wow. residing out of Chicago, Illinois. Hey, 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 come on now. Sorry for doxing you, I don't Cass. know where he actually lives. <laughs> I Let's just know he lives in names Illinois. keep the out of it.
1: Yeah, leave, leave him be.
0: <laughs> but anyway, Cass hit us up. Hey, Cass. Uh, he, he wanted to Yo. know what we thought about it, and he actually listened to the show and jumped on to watch Godzilla versus Kong. So Nice. Uh, yeah, one of our better listened to episodes. Uh, Brian
2: is the only one of the group to have seen it at theater. Brian, initial thoughts?
1: Definitely recommend theater watching mm-hmm. for this movie. The sound, the sound alone, really brings you in um, wow. to the fights. Uh, obviously, I will mention that in our previous episode, how I said it's okay, it's okay for these to get a little wacky, and this one sure did not hold back. In fact, <laughs> I would, I would, I would name this. Of all Godzilla movies to exist, one of the wackiest ones when it comes to certain things. Um, I was also pleased by the fights. They did exactly as I wished. Also, um, because they they minimized the cut-ins of the human part. And the human parts were very utilitarian and facilitated the action itself, which was good. Uh, I could have done without a little bit of the interference at the end with Melee Bobby and Kiwi Boy, Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I I, I said just let them fight, essentially. It would have been better.
2: I like that actor when you mentioned Kiwi Boy. Uh, Have you seen uh, Hunt for the Wilder People? No. Fantastic movie, Taika Waititi uh from like six years ago sam neill is in it as well uh it's fantastic back out back in new zealand
1: now i call him kiwi boy as a sign of respect because i know they hate it if you call them australian right no we're kiwis
2: so i at the end of the movie i noticed they had a, a grant from new zealand they did some shooting down there i wonder if they had a requirement for a certain number of New Zealand performers to also get that tax credit, and that's why they brought him in. He's great. He was also in uh, Deadpool 2 and stuff like that, but just he wasn't used to his strength, in my opinion here. Well, a lot of that particular
1: storyline...
2: Oh, it'll lead into my comments on this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This movie... To me, I, I almost wish... I love Godzilla 2014 so much, and I almost wish it didn't exist because the movement and the tone and all that changed so much in King of the Monsters in this movie. It just it gets frustrating to me to see the way Godzilla moves in this wow. and looks. I think he looks worse than he did seven years ago, and so that bugs me. But this movie is essentially, to me, on par... With like the fourth Bayformers movie, I think this is a Michael Bay Transformers Godzilla versus Kong. As far as all the tone of the people stuff, like it just it's so bad and it's so irrelevant and it's so campy and it doesn't fit a universe where these monsters are deciding everyone's fate and you have nothing to do over it. Uh, the it is absolutely the same level of hijinks and silliness that Bay characters have had in the Transformers sequels that have been excruciating other than, well, that 10 minute fight with Optimus was cool. You know, like it, this was a, to me, this was a, not even tr- Michael Bay Transformers cause I like that one. This was a deeper sequel to Michael Bay Transformers. And it's when we, when we talked about the last episode, when we said, you know, I hope the director got a chance. you go, I don't think he did. And I go, I know, but I'm trying to hope here. <laughs> this was everything I expected it would be and hoped it wouldn't be. Yeah. That's what this movie was. It was everything I expected it to be and hoped it wouldn't. They had the irrelevant trip to Hong Kong, like gets shoehorned into everything. I, lo- I looked up the year that Legendary got sold uh, to what is it? I think Wanda in, in China. And everything since is just, fit this formula and they're just I get it monsters are fun action is cool but they're just making the worst kind of blockbusters in my opinion now yeah. and I I'm i am really glad I didn't have to pay for it I have a great sound system I cranked it up I'm <laughs> going to watch the fights again yeah, I already did yeah I will do that but I just I <laughs> when the, no with the tagline one will again. fall I I actually wish two would fall And I wish they'd be the most recent Godzilla movies Uh, That's what I wish would fall So
0: Zach Wow Okay So my issue with this Is sometimes when you get a movie And you try to pack in too much That you may have been better off To split and tell two different stories And elongate it Like I think that the there should have been another Kong movie before we introduced this. Um, I, I honestly feel that way. I, uh, it's so on
2: par with Batman versus Superman. <laughs> There's even beats Martha. in the fights that feel like the Batman versus Superman yeah. fight. Yeah, and they needed another
0: movie. Is the Batman versus Superman argument? Keep going. They really did. They should have had another Kong movie to explain how some of the how, some of Kong's world has changed, rather than a. Yeah. Bad, you know, line or two of dialogue. No, you know sad. what I mean? Like, I, they needed to And I could have done, so so, done with some more Kong. So, honestly, I could have done with it. This movie, I went in with This movie should have taken place on
2: Skull Island. The whole movie should have been on yep. Skull Island, that's, AKA that's Monster what I'm saying. Island. No,
0: but if, it, right, but it, it should have been. Well, what I'm saying is. Godzilla coming thing, for the last man, alpha. If If you're going to have them meet at a. Th- you know at Hong Kong No they, They're <laughs> they go. going to fight in Hong Kong Wherever they're going to have their final battle If it's not Skull Island You needed to explain a little bit more With um, Kong and the I, mean, and I just wanted to go back to Skull Island Again I, and I wanted another whole movie in Skull Well it's Island. pretty
1: much gone Yeah All the Skull Island got wiped out
0: The beefing
2: up of Monarch but, over the last few years I like I don't care for Like They got so yeah. out of control Techno, like making it they made the truman show for calm,
0: you know like, yeah, that was great yeah uh, and
1: that's
0: that's what i'm talking about like yeah so brian what you said skull is island's there? gone it's it's not gone it's still there it's just it's not wow. Skull island anymore the storm overtook it well yeah and that's killed why all they those silly
1: they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is pretty
0: silly. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I just – it just – it. I was had so much expectations, and this movie did not deliver on them. It was – you know, it, it just for me. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm still going to tell people to see Yeah, I recommend you see it. If you want to see it in a theater, go see it in the theater. I mean, the, the great sound system will be amazing with this, like with the fight was. scenes, like Brian said. And I did enjoy getting to see, actually, the monsters fight. I will say that, but
1: – I was actually – pleasantly surprised at the length and uh what actually happened in the fights as well yeah i was like oh my yeah like I, I, yeah i do
2: wish i i i missed the lumbering godzilla but that's that's a, that's
1: whatever i yeah but well,
0: and maybe the reason that godzilla was lumbering in 2014 is because you know he'd been asleep for a while and now he's he's awake and ready to rock you know he'd been asleep uh, he just, for
2: it was a different yeah, 60 franchise when he showed up again. It was just a different
0: franchise. Yeah,
1: I, I agree with you. There could have been another movie, um, especially... I I disagree with it being Kong, because it is obvious they have had Kong in containment for quite some time.
0: Well, I, I want to see Because how they... he
1: had time to grow. They mentioned that in the movie. He's grown up in yeah. that containment. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Is I, want, I want something to, you know... I, I think more of Godzilla. Uh, another Godzilla would have been better, particularly fighting other monsters. Uh,
0: and uh, well, and uh, you know, I kind of want to drop the one spoiler with this because it, it's over in the opening sequence, no. and it's not even shown. <laughs> All right, but we won't. We 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 can drop yeah. it here. You know, if you want to know what it is, just hit us up on Twitter. But I, think, Facebook,
2: I think it would have been tight to pick up if you're gonna do this and you have to like use this universe the way they changed it, I think you pick up exactly from Godzilla doing his like everyone do the cringy kneel at the end of King <sighs> of Monsters. <sighs> yeah and all of a sudden, you know, he does his roar and you pick up the movie right there and you hear Kong across, you know, half the friggin' globe just beating his chest out and godzilla's like what'd he say and like then they gotta go and oh it's like, hell no <laughs> that's 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 how i open that movie not with a yeah. podcast you know like hey <laughs> <laughs> I, let's let's face it podcasting is the worst form of art no. <laughs> it's the worst form of entertainment so <laughs> it's,
1: it's definitely not art
2: so, you know, this is just it was one of those okay, I watched it. And it's unfortunate. I wish I want I wish I got more from it. Although at the drive-in this week, they're doing Godzilla versus Kong and Kong versus or Godzilla uh, King Kong versus, doing Godzilla, Kong versus Godzilla,
1: oh, my. Godzilla versus Godzilla. I would
2: love to see the original at the drive-in.
0: Oh, uh, Lord. You want to see him stick that that I've tree got to say throat. one
1: thing though. I got to say one thing. I really loved that we got more like I I'm not going to say what I got, but almost everything I asked for in our episode about it mm-hmm. came true. We got, see, Yep. I love the Cobras and you know what I'm talking about. I yep. love those Cobras. I was like, that's excellent. That's what I wanted to see. Just not, not just our two big boys there. I wanted to see yep. more and we, we got more. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
2: Next time, let's start bringing this home Um, i am picking and i had a little trouble i'm I'm gonna go off streaming and i had it down to a list of like three or four uh and i'm trying to do the did i uh, things i haven't seen versus things i've seen i think we're gonna go with seen okay we're gonna get off horror a little bit okay and we're going to go back to 1979 and watch The Warriors. Mm.
0: Come out and play. Warriors, come out and play.
1: You know, got to admit something. What's that, Brian? I've never seen this movie.
0: Yes. That's what awesome. I was going to say is everything I know about the Warriors movie I know from the Warriors video game that came out in the 2000s. <laughs> which, I'm so
2: disappointed
0: <laughs> when Never they were talking about the
2: Series X and yeah. uh, backwards compatibility. They made it sound like everything would all of a sudden start working and I want—I I was like, cool I'll finally be able to play the Warriors game. Nope. Yeah, uh, which I need to find out if it's on PC. It's just I a runner puncher. Well. Yeah. Uh, um. But it's the Warriors. Yeah. So you haven't watched it either? No.
1: Awesome. Uh-huh. I've seen
0: little bits and pieces, but I have not watched the whole movie.
1: Uh, um, I've seen memes. I've
0: yeah, so seen the memes. I don't, <laughs> don't want to hit
2: you off guard with this question. Okay. When you're watching it, which gang would you be a part of?
1: Okay. How many games gangs are there? Is it just the two? Uh,
2: you'll see. One. Well, More than one.
1: Okay. And there's oh, good, there's good, more good, than
2: good. one. Uh, there's it's more than two. There's more than four. I'm just getting
1: Ravenclaw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Ravenclaw. Perfect. All right. Obviously, so anybody as you that can wants tell, to watch The Warriors, it HBO is Max. currently streaming on HBO Max. Oh,
1: well good. I'll probably watch it tonight, Arthur, okay? And
0: then awesome. I'll watch
1: it again before the podcast.
0: Uh,
2: and the good news about the HBO Max version, it's not the weird extended cut they did in the mid 2000s. They did this <laughs> version where they cut in these animated scenes that likened it to the Odyssey, oh, and it really changed the tone, and it made it to where if you had the regular DVD, like, all of a sudden, that was worth 100 bucks because it wasn't. <laughs> accurate. Yeah, um, I
0: think I think when they redid, that's when they did the game, too, when they released that.
2: Well, and they messed with Payback, too, around the same time. There was all these movies that they were retooling but not keeping what? the original around. You're talking about Mel, Gith- Mel Gibson's yes. Payback? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want a half a million? It's not a half a million.
0: It's you know seventy five thousand. Uh, yeah, I love <laughs> it uh,
2: A couple of things to shout out. Uh, by the time this airs, we're we're like, what is it? April. I know we always do our plug for Joe Bob. April sixteenth, Joe Bob Briggs returns. Also on Patreon, um, Darcy is fulfilling a lifelong dream of mine, and is she's got the tapes of all of Joe Bob's old segments yep. and for $5 a month, you can have access as they're getting loaded up of all these segments. So there's these great things. Uh, and some of the movies we've
1: like TMC, the TMC
0: stuff. Yes. Too?
1: Yeah. Yes. I think it's everything. Well, I think it's then TMC, I'll suggest every Uh, I'll tell you which ones to watch. Uh, you need to watch the one that introduced me to anime, which is, the, there's two of them. He did two of them. I think uh, uh, Dominion Tank Police. Um, I like I like Dominion Tank Police. Uh, what else? Evil and, Tunes are probably one of them.
2: Yes. Okay. So the Evil Tunes. He's actually got uh, I, uh, that one. I, I uh, made me think of you because he's got an interview with Fred Olin Ray, and he's doing Evil Tunes, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, and Wild Cactus, all three in one night, <laughs> and he's got. Uh, Freddle and Ray on there to talk about those. Uh, you know, it's it's jumping back and forth. She's not doing chronological order or anything, uh-huh. but uh, one of the things she's loaded up a lot of are the uh, Invasion of the Queen Bees, which is, like, there was a weekly interview with a different bee, bee movie actress. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's a great interview with Julie Strain on there. Uh, there's a really fun one with Michelle Bauer on there. Oh, when we get to Basket Case 2... Uh, he did Basket Case 1 and 2 with Frank Hennenlauter and did a preview of Basket Case 3. Uh, <laughs> and that was from March seventh, 1992. The, the value, the the history that's available and starting to trickle out on this, and there's only like 12 videos right now, but I'm really excited. On like the, the movie channel ones, it's easy. You watch before the movie starts and after the movie with the with the... Uh, TNT ones apparently Joe Bob has a, a notebook or like big binders and stuff with time codes and a storage thing that I have yet but she's like given tips on the time code stuff uh, I'm going to do personal edits and add these segments in uh, to things that I have like Friday the 13th part 1 and 2 are available on here uh-huh. uh, some different things like that uh, just unbelievable how entertaining this is to have and i'm very excited that it's not i mean brian you know three quarter inch tapes aren't forever you know so you know so it's a mix of formats there's film there's three quarter inch tapes there's all sorts of stuff that she's working with it's just getting it digitized getting it online and it's awesome um this one (laughs) the one from last night was uh, or two nights ago i guess was Dinosaur Island and Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball uh, Bolorama with guest ah. Michelle Bauer, and he is talking to her about her career. He's like, you know, for fourteen years you've been doing this, uh, you know, and you're still having fun. She goes, yeah, and he goes, you know, what's? And she goes until the day that I take my clothes off and they go, oh no, please put those back on. I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: she's working it while she's got it.
2: Lost driving on. Patreon, just look up Darcy's thing. It's five bucks a month to get access to history. It's amazing. So that's that's my shout out for sure. Oh, and yeah, Invincible on Prime. Watch Invincible. Uh new animated series, one of my favorite comic series of the mid 2000s Uh it's like a it's like a new Spider Man, but when heroes are in fights, sometimes their heads get splattered. Uh yep. it's have you guys watched it at all? No not yet i've
1: seen it pop up
2: it's such like it's taken so long to get an adaptation going in relative terms of it was popular for a minute there and you kind of thought it would get done automatically it's well worth it it's so good voice casting is phenomenal uh i'm so happy
0: with how good it is cool cool um yeah i don't have anything else other than um guys uh, listen to arthur's better half uh casey <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the yeah, Useless Knowledge podcast They did a fantastic job this week With, or I guess last week When you're going to hear this With uh, uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous, <laughs> Gorgeous. And So good stuff on that He's as back always. from
2: paternity leave We were off for about a month while he had a baby um, All those oh, things that don't make sense When you listen to the sentence uh, Yep Brian, because, anything uh, you're yeah. watching? Listening?
1: Uh, i'm trying to think i mean nothing's really popping out you know obviously let's see godzilla versus kong and i'm just kind of that nothing nothing's on the horizon no, no no projects no watching projects you know
2: movies are back to the theaters it, the summer's going to be a lot better we're going to get our ghostbusters watched sometime this year so
1: i mean yay
2: we got um, stuff
1: speaking of kids in the movie driving the movie Fart joke, mm. yes or no, in uh, Ghostbusters 3.
2: I say no fart joke. I think it'll be good.
1: Yeah. Uh, mm.
0: I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Uh,
1: you know, the Proton Pack's not a toy.
0: That's right. It. Yeah, it's
1: just a. Untested but the kid one. brother really wants one. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Now it's a toy.
1: It's like, uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um, I, I started watching the Police Academy uh, collection oh, on HBO Max, oh and it doesn't have and it doesn't have Police Academy One. <laughs> uh, I can help you out with that. Man. I have it.
1: That seems <laughs> to be, the, it was that, that seems to be the the streaming thing. They don't have complete sets. I well,
0: yeah, like the Nightmare on Elm Street set that they have on HBO Max is short okay. three.
1: It, really? because
0: it'll be those times Ouch.
2: where like somebody needed funding, they didn't do something. The movie did well, and then a studio picks it up, and someone
0: else owns whatever rights, probably. Well, I, I don't like, know. It always if it's...
1: bounce around, or Is what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I think there, you have some studios that aren't giving full rights. Like I don't know, Police Academy might be on Netflix right now. Is why it's not on HBO Max, or it might be you know on Prime or something you like know,
1: that. If you got mold. Here
0: screens, was the thing I didn't know, so. is
2: that. And I think I, it, it's either there are more or there's almost more that don't he, have Steve Gutenberg. Because he like there dips th- out after four. There are three without Steve Gutenberg.
1: Yeah, so there's Five, almost as many without as
2: there Academy. are with, which I thought he would have been in all of them. No, no. Well, he's... What about Bobcat? <laughs> oh, okay, here you go. Police Academy is property and being shown on Peacock. There you go you can watch it on peacock
0: with that so. i don't i i have the dvd i can watch it on that i was just thought it was hilarious that they have <laughs> yeah exactly. two three four five which six, shocks and me Mickey which shocks Moscow. me is three of uh, you know dream warriors
1: not being on max yeah that is it's shocking a, it is shocking it's but sorry,
0: it, but, shocking. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway crossfire yeah, that's exactly what I think Every <laughs> time y'all say Shocker Is Crossfire
1: Yeah, well, they sound.
2: You sad. don't want to get it, Crossfire So, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a week uh, Shout out, Cass Shout out to my Cinemageddon movie group Shout out to my dad, who just started working on a Scorsese movie That's cool uh, My dad, of course, the star of Gremlins 3, Leonardo DiCaprio No, uh <laughs> He'll be doing transportation on that. I think that's neat.
0: Gremlins Three.
2: I, I did. I, I thought I said Critters Three. My bad. <laughs> I,
1: I, I know. told I, him it, it's it's quite. Yeah, yeah. I, can I see told how you get him, mixed up.
2: You <laughs> know I told that him to uh, pocket that information. The monster in, in, in the New you.
1: Nightmare was also, you know, was also the witch in uh, Hansel and Gretel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best thing that ever happened to Critters was? When they go to the hungry heifer. <laughs> dude yeah (laughs)
1: hungry heifer
0: (laughs) we
2: don't give you no steer (laughs) (laughs) oh man we're gonna have to hit some critters at some point oh yeah that's That's it (laughs) uh
1: yeah brian take us home oh man where do you start in this movie so many mistakes okay let's Sort of the obvious one, I guess. I mean, yeah, you're being young and rambunctious, you're doing crazy stuff, but do you really (sighs) an unlabeled bottle? You don't know what's in it. You know, and and everyone's had some experience with blood. (laughs) How do you not Spit that out immediately. Uh, maybe it's just the most delicious thing. That is that is something that uh, there's a legend around vampire blood. It is actually quite delicious. But uh, well, that's neither here nor there. It's still going to have the consistency of blood. Maybe you just, just smell. You just give, a, give a whiff. This is an alcohol. There's no alcohol in this. What is it? What, what is this? No. And then, you know, there's all kinds of ill-advised activities after that. Like... Uh, Let's hang on under a train track while the train's going, you know, and you don't even know how far the bottom is. There is a level of, you know, maybe, you know, just. If everybody jumped off a bridge, you know, that kind of thing, it just there's all kinds of stuff in this, just all kinds of no no's. I don't even know where to narrow it down. So just understand if you're a teenager and there's you know, some excitement. And I've been there. Zach knows it I've been there he's been in the car with me (laughs) i've been there it's just you know you just maybe think twice if you're going to be reckless and i know maybe just keep your head about you i don't know just oh watch yourselves out there people